Welcome to another episode of Home Sweet Home. My name is Rod McCall. And I'm Bryce Rungi. It's good uh, to be back. Um, you know, I was trying to think, what, what what's something good we could talk about today? And, you know, I love having family because they always provide opportunities of, oh, well, you could talk about this. And yeah. in our family, um, we have multiple generations living in our household. And sometimes that creates a little bit of conflict. And so I've been working on conflict resolution, trying to find better ways for me to address conflict in a better way rather than uh, yelling and screaming and raising my voice. You know, something tells me you're going to gain some, some, uh, you're going to gain a wealth of knowledge from this episode, Rob. Well, you know, I, I hope so. And it was kind of, I, I enjoyed doing, you know, looking into this a little deeper. My my college classes for my professional counseling always have some interesting points. And so from that, uh, and again, some recent experiences, I, I wanted to do this thing about conflict resolution. So I started looking and Harvard University had a really good definition. In fact, they described conflict resolution or they described it saying that uh, conflict resolution can be defined as the informal or formal process the two or more parties can use to find a peaceful solution to their dispute. Yeah, I I love that definition. Um, um, yeah, I, I I think that they nailed it. Obviously, it's Harvard, right? <laughs> uh, a little bit better definition than I would have, right? Um, but let's look at some causes of conflict. Uh, do you mind if I go a little bit deeper no, into that? No, that's fine, because, you know, here's the thing. My dad always said, it takes two to fight. Right. And if you are, I mean, there have been times where I have gone to look for a fight because I'm just in a foul mood. And, and we've talked about this before, that negativity, negativity kind of breeds, breeds negativity. negativity. And so, so it's kind of like, well, I'm miserable. I want to make everybody else miserable. <laughs> but I've also noticed that in others. And all too often, people who know me very well know that if they want to get my goat, it's not too hard. <laughs> Say a few certain words or, you know, kind of. Some, some trigger, yes. trigger words that <laughs> set you off. Yeah. And so, <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm. I'm really finding that as we, as I went through some, look at some of the stuff up for today. Um, yes, I am hoping to better apply these. And I actually did the other night. Um, All right. I had a potential blow up and it's kind of like, no, I, I didn't take the bait. Right. Right. Uh, what's that saying? Uh, they, they go high, you go, no. They go low, you go high. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I go low too. Yeah, um, yeah. This is this topic is important to me. It's important to Suzanne and I's uh, marriage. Mm-hmm. In fact, conflict resolution is is one of our core values. Okay. And when we first uh, started dating, we we talked about these things. What kind of a marriage do we want to have? 
mm-hmm. what kind of a vision do what do we what really do we, you're talking marriage at your first couple of no days. it wasn't impressive. that soon in <laughs> we weren't that crazy um but for both of us we had been divorced before okay so yeah. we 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 we've been through all that turmoil we we didn't want to experience it again not to say that we're not going to experience conflict mm-hmm. right and not all conflict is bad no um but it it was important to me that up front we established a vision we we established these core values and one of them is conflict resolution so we know and i tell you that like these are important Mm -hmm. The core values and a vision and a mission statement, it's not for a business. It's it's not just for a a sports team. Mm -hmm. Uh, It applies to a family, relationships and marriages. And so um, we know that when we are at an impasse or a dispute, Mm -hmm. right, um, that's one of our our values. We're going to resolve this, right? We're going to fight well. Okay, mm-hmm. we're not going to tear each other down. We're we're going to help. We're going to communicate, right? But um, it's it's important because um, I know before um, there was a lot of conflict. There was not a lot of oh, resolution. Same here. Same here. Uh, that first marriage, there was yeah. a lot of a lot of conflict and very little quality successful right. resolution. Right. And you know, oftentimes, um, and, and I know I've mentioned this before. Uh, when when Suzanne and I have a dispute um, and we feel like we're not getting anywhere, mm-hmm. like our thing is, OK, we're going to we're going to break away 10, 15 minutes. You go your way. I'll go mine. I often have to look in the mirror because that's where the problem lies. I know I've mentioned mm-hmm. that before. And then we come back together and it's like, OK, well, I I didn't handle this right because X, Y, Z. Sure. Right. And so, you know, it, it, it helps us. It strengthens us and it and it. It reassures us that hey, that that core value that's important that helps us uh, get through that dispute. Okay, sure. Um, and then you know we 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 have greater peace, right? It's not lingering for for days. And and if we do have conflict, we we try we try and resolve it within that day. Mm-hmm. We try not to go to bed angry. Not to say it hasn't happened before, um, yeah. but it's been very minimal. And I'm not saying that to toot our horns, but it's it takes a lot of work. Yeah, I yes, learning how to communicate. You're right. Having yeah. an argument, having a fight, is going to happen because you have one interpretation, and whoever you're with has a different interpretation right. of an event, of what's going on, what's happened. And being able to, I don't know, being able to kind of explain, well, then you can go, okay, gotcha, and maybe work towards some kind of resolution that makes everybody able to walk away with, okay, I can live with that. Right. Well, you know, we we had, I don't even want to say it an argument, we had a, I don't know, Let's say conflict. I guess for the, the sake of this episode, we had a little bit of a conflict. And I I first reacted poorly. And then I immediately was like, okay, well, one of your values is conflict resolution. And I don't want to you know, talk this to it, but 
I, I had to remember number one, that, and then two, like we've talked about this numerous times, listen to understand. Mm-hmm. So I, I better understand where you're coming from. I'm not, I'm not going to be stupid and I'm not just going to insert my, my words here. Um, Cause I've already for, been formulating them, right? I'm not fully listening to you, but I had to understand like, okay, I've got to fully under, listen to you to, to understand. Um, but when it's, when you do it, when you operate that way, I had come back and I apologized, but mm-hmm. it was very specific because I was listening to what she was saying. It wasn't just this surface level. Hey, sorry. You know, sorry that you're upset. <laughs> yes. Oh, that I used, that was one of the ways that I used to apologize was, right. well, I'm sorry you're upset. Not that I'm sorry for what I did. I'm just sorry that you're pissed. Exactly. And so it's, it's, it's not really an apology, but you know, when, do you think, okay, looking at how I have played roles in the escalation, mm-hmm. a lot of times I want to fight. And so as a consequence, I, I want to make you angry because, as I said before, I'm angry. I'm mad. Mm. I want to fight. And so... I'm going to, I'm going to escalate. Yeah. I shouldn't. And part of me goes, Rod, walk away, Rod, walk away, Rod, walk away. But, you know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, some of those different movies, you know, that have the good and the evil. Yes. Wait, which wolf are you going to feed today, Rod? Well, (laughs) the good one or the bad one? Well, I am embarrassed (laughs) to say that uh, too many times it's been the bad wolf (laughs) when I've been in a bad mood. Sure. And I have escalated. Um, Oh, and it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. It's too easy to do. But I, I've learned, and I'm sorry, did I cut you off? I'm going to feed the white wolf and say no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, you know, one of the, I don't know, are, are, can you think of anything else that has led, that has been a factor in some of the arguments that you have gotten into? Not necessarily with Suzanne, but with anybody else. So I, I don't really uh, steer away from conflict. I, because I, I don't think it's always a bad thing. Um, I try my best not to escalate it, like you were talking about. There are times because I am human and I sometimes act very stupid. And so it, it gets, es- so. I know <laughs> it is, um, but it's, it's, it escalates. And then I, now I've got to fight uh, all the way back, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, you know, wh- whatever. Right. Um, you ever overplayed your hand? In poker? In, in a way, as you said that I was reminded of some of my frustrations at various jobs I've had. Mm-hmm whether school I'm at now or other jobs I've had in the past, I felt overconfident. Okay. And I, I, I said, well, you know, this is a mountain I'm going to die on. Right. And it turns out that, um, I was, I had less of a leg to stand on. And so I, I made a big issue, gave ultimatums 
And the response was, okay. See ya. Yeah. Um, and it's, I, I found that overconfidence yeah. has kind of bitten me square in a tail. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of one of those things, and we have mentioned it before, like give up your right to be right. Sure. And I have been there numerous times. I'm going to I'm going to die on this mountain alone. Uh-huh. I'm going to fight to death cuz I I believe I'm right. Mhm. And there's been numerous times wow, I was actually wrong. Um and that was such a waste of time and I I've, I've tainted the relationship or whatever it mm-hmm. is, right? I and now I have to work even harder to re- regain um you know, positive momentum in that that relationship, if you will, I don't know. Um, well, I've heard relationships related to that of a bank account, yeah. whether it is a marriage relationship, a friend relationship, a work relationship, whatever it is, it's it's a bank account, right? And your you, you know your deposits, your you know need to exceed your withdrawals. And I, when you pick a fight, when you overplay your hand. When you want to be kind of self-serving um, in what you're doing, mm-hmm. are you, can you overdraw on that friendship, on that relationship? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we say that a lot. Um, you, you mentioned the the bank account and the investments and, and both both parties, uh, we're we're talking about a marriage or a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta you gotta both invest, which which reminds me of of something that I discussed in in my book was um, about healthy relationships mm-hmm. and not about really finding time. It's it's more so making time. Sure, like we're we're surrounded by weapons of mass distraction. Oh, amen. And we could easily say, I don't have time for that. Hold on, I gotta check my phone. Okay. <laughs> You're, I hate your guts. Just kidding. But no, so so healthy relationships really make life enjoyable. Yeah, it does. It, it's you know, with with the divorce, it it really I was extremely negative in mm-hmm. that you know, that marriage, uh, the first one, especially towards the end to the point that one of my coworkers, oh, I don't know, maybe a few weeks after the separation had begun, he came in one morning, he shuts the door, my classroom door, and he goes, okay, what's going on with you? Mm-hmm. I said, what are you talking about? He said, you're a lot happier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it you know, kind of said to me that the hostility, that constant conflict that was going on at home, that bank account, that relationship bank account had been severely overdrawn and we were fighting. We, you know, everything had become self-serving. Yeah. And our arguments were, well, I'm going to win. And none of the give up your right to be right Mm -hmm. was taking place by either one of us. And it, it made I hated being at home. Um, I mean, yeah, I got to be there with Eric, but that 
there was so much going on, so mm-hmm. much negativity, so much toxicity. Yeah, I was going to say, it was very toxic. Um, because of so much conflict and so very little positive resolution. Right. So, yeah, I've, I've learned that... Um, if I want, if I want that healthy, I want that positive and, and sustainable relationship. I have to invest in it. Uh-huh. You know that quality, that quality of our relationship will it really determines the quality of our lives. And so I think it's important that we have to reach beyond uh, the norm to to initiate and invest in having those positive relationships. Well, it got to the point there in the marriage and, and I've done this too much in my life which creates a whole other set of problems but I would avoid conflict yeah I would whatever okay sure whatever you want and all that did was create more anger more hostility mm-hmm. more frustration in me um, and again and it's not just with that the first marriage you know it's been at work It's been with, you know, friend relationships where I felt like, well, I don't have a say. I'm being ignored. Um, And so, but rather than address it in a, in a positive way, maybe, I would, I would avoid, you know, that, that was not a good way to deal with the conflict either. Mm hmm. So what have you and Suzanne done? Um, what, what do you do? How do you guys address uh, your conflict? I mean, you mentioned you walk away. So if we're at the point that we're walking away, we've we've talked this this thing to death. We're not we're not moving the needle in the right direction. We need a break. Mm-hmm. We need to we need time to ourselves to reflect. Okay. And it's in that reflection time that we we gain a better understanding of of really what's going on we have we're not we're not face to face we're not uh, we're not operating that well i'm right i'm not going to give it up either uh, you know that that mentality we're in a place where again that reflection piece like what's what's been going on and i we have to be intentional about that okay. it's not we just separate and i'm not going to go i'm not going to go crack open a beer and be like oh this is what i'm going to do I'm going to do some 12 ounce curls and she can deal with her drama. No, I have to be intentional about it because uh, I don't want it. I don't want it to repeat itself. Sure. And I know that it's healthy for us to, to, to go through this. But again, I, it's important that we're intentional in that time away, but we always said, it. Hey, let's 15, 20 minutes. Um, I don't think we've ever reconvened and said, uh, we this isn't working. We need another fifteen minutes. Not to say it won't ever happen. You know, it won't happen. Sure. Um, or that we're ever gonna see conflict. We're we're going to. Um, but how we respond? How you know? Again, how we respond to it. Um, but that's that's really what we do. Okay. If we're at an impasse or we're at a dispute, we're not getting anywhere. We're not moving the needle in the right direction. We're gonna separate. We're going to go our own way for 10 to 15 minutes with the promise that we're coming back. Mm-hmm. We've calmed down. Instead of operating out of anger and slander or negativity, we're going to go away. We're going to come back and we're going to be clothed with compassion. 
Okay. We're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have a different mindset because we know that when we go away, we're to be intentional with our thoughts and our reflections so that we can resolve whatever the heck's going on. Does that make sense? It does. Because because I kind of you know Sharon, I do something very similar. Well, it's not 15 minutes. It might take a little longer. Um, in fact, it might be the next day. Sure. But you're you know you're walking away. You table or for us, we'll table that that issue and for what I try and do and I, I it has helped me I I start thinking about okay let's put take a look at the issue how much is emotion driven what is the real issue here why are you really upset mm-hmm. and how much has to do with perception of what you are perceiving occurred and then think about okay what are some other points of view that you might consider and how might you be able to massage what you want into a different delivery method Mm -hmm. and so and that has worked really well for the two of us and in dealing with you know issues relating to again we we have multi-generations living in our house And so there is, you know, a lot of conflict and that can arise. It's not always there, but it does sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, arise as well as having, you know, uh, family, you know, minutes away. You know, sometimes they we get pulled into some of their issues as well. But it, it is. So I was looking at Indeed.com um, trying to come up with, you know, some of the different skills and one of the top ones includes active listening. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned about you guys work on problem solving. That's actually one of the things that they talked about. Well, what can we do? What can we do to resolve? Yeah. Because, you know, that requires, in my opinion, problem solving is compromise. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, and, you know, Backing up to the the communication part, uh, we could talk it to death, but it's it's that important. Mm-hmm. It is it is that important, but more so. Um, so right, two ways, right? Speaking uh-huh. and then communicating that way, and then more so the active listening, and that's I think where a lot of us miss it. Yeah, because it's just straight up not listening. Well, we talked about this before, where we're listening to respond rather than listen to understand. And, you know, because that's actually one of the other things that Indeed says is really good for conflict resolution is effective communication. Well, when you're actively listening, you're paying attention. Well, you're not being distracted. You're not thinking of a counter argument. You are listening. Yeah. You're, 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 you're processing. And it's not just... All right, hurry up, say your crap, because I got something else I want to say. Yeah. And, yeah. and that really sends just a poor message to the person that you're in this conflict with. Like, they don't really care. Mm-hmm. Like, right? That's, that's a, that's, when you operate that way, you are driving a wedge in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's going to get harder and harder if you continue to operate that way to remove that wedge. It's, Yes. And you lose trust. 
Yeah. You lose the, you know, some of the other issues that, you know, you've been working to build and, you know, that foundation of your relationship. Yeah. And now you're degrading it because you're not listening. You're not communicating when you are. Are you yelling? Now, I have been accused of being a yeller. Um, <laughs> I know you, you don't believe that. Um, me, I, no. kinda, <laughs> I, I call it being impassioned. Mm. You buy that? I, not at all. <laughs> uh, but I, I have found that I don't, when I use some of these things, some of these strategies, which also includes patience. I mean, I know I am a paragon of patience. <laughs> um, Again, don't get in the car with Rod. <laughs> uh, it's, um, that is, I, I'm learning to do better. I'm, I'm a long way from achieving my goal. Um, the powers that be give me lots of opportunities to practice patience. Um, mm-hmm. Thank goodness, because I don't pass very often. But I'm learning when it comes to addressing conflict, addressing an issue, trying to stay narrow focused. What is the specific issue? Um, and trying to communicate. But I will tell you one suggestion that Indeed has that I struggle with, and that is being able to understand a person's body language. Mm. Because, you know, it's not always what you say, but how you say it. Yeah. Um, I can remember my granddaddy always saying, you know, well, I said, I said, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not what you were saying. (laughs) Now say it like you mean it. Well, again, body language. Um, You know, I am very good at communicating non-verbally my anger, hostility, and frustration. Mm. You know, tapping my toe, um, you know, thumbing my fingers, you know, or tapping, you know, going... Oh, sorry, I guess maybe nobody can hear that. But anyway, <laughs> it's uh, body language. Yeah. And I have I have to do better at making sure that my any negative feelings are not expressed poorly through my body language. Well, and it's easy. It's it's again another easy thing to allow to happen. Um, and I don't mean to criticize you or anything, but again, going back to that one word, intentional, mm, right? Being yeah. intentional, um, being mindful of your body language. And this is actually, um, I put on a short lesson um, in class regarding communication, right? Okay. Actually, I go it's a little bit longer, short lesson in the body language category. Okay, sure. And how that even though your mouth isn't open, your body is speaking. Sure. And, you know, whether that's your rolling your eyes or like what you're talking about, tapping your, your feet or your arms crossed or mm-hmm. um, your head is slouched, your head's, you know, dipped down, your, your shoulders slouched. You know, that's those are all, they're all speaking, mm-hmm. right? And it's, if you're in your head, you're not something that indeed points out, level-headedness. Yeah. 
right? If, you, if you're not there, then everything else is just kind of do its own thing, if you will. And you're not being intentional. So then again, you're, you're, you're escalating the situation even though you haven't even opened your mouth. Thank you. And that, that is, that is so, I'm, I'm not sure if maybe it's just me or if a lot of people have a default setting of the negative stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, I guess it's kind of like, you know, junk food is so much easier to get, but it's not as good for us. Um, you know, are these negative ways of communicating so much easier? That's why we do them a great deal more. Yeah. Because I will say that when I am able to be an active listener, when I'm able to control my body language, when I am trying to communicate, if I heard you right, this is what you're thinking, this is what you're feeling. Yeah. And I start using I statements, well, this is what I felt. When you said this, this is what I actually heard you say. And that's why I got angry and responded the way I did. Yeah. And as I have gotten better at using I statements, then my ability to help someone else or the person I'm talking to understand my perspective or my point of view then has been very effective at helping reduce some of that conflict. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 good. Man, you've come a long way. Well, thanks. <laughs> you know, when you're at the bottom, you only got one direction to go. Uh, you know, uh, I love. Did, did we even mention that before? So we've been we've watched the movie Sing. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. A thousand times. Braddock's and I went to the theater and we watched the new, the new. Um, oh my gosh, the basketball movie, the new one um, with LeBron James. Oh, Space Jam. Space Jams. It was fun. It was it yeah. was a good movie. But in the previews, there's a Sing Two coming out. Really? And we're we look at each other and we're like, Briar's gonna love that. She's all about saying. But they mention and there's so many positive things out of these kids' movies, right? Sure. And the more and more I watch it, something he says in there. You know what happens? You know the best thing about hitting rock bottom. There's only one way to go, and that's up. <laughs> and it's it's the truth. It is. You and I both were there. Yes. We were there a little bit longer than we liked. Uh, yeah, sadly. But we're here now. And that's the whole. And we've been. Point. We're going to continue to keep going up. Sure. And so, kind of like the stock market, a little up, a little down, a little higher. Up, yeah, little mine's not doing very well. Yeah, well, we'll save that for a financial issue. But yeah, <laughs> you know, it's 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 not all sunshine and daffodils. No, it's not. But one of the things that has made it easier for me to climb back up has been in finding more effective, more positive ways to address my frustration with others, to be able to effectively communicate what that frustration is and work at a solution. I mean, they say that the best compromise is one in which both parties walk away a little upset. And that's the whole point. You can't have everything you want. I can't have everything I want. Exactly. So if you get a little bit of what you want and I get a little bit of what I want, then we've made progress. And it just 
being open, being, again, that listening, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that is something that was harped on me as a child that didn't stick as well as it probably should have. <laughs> and as an adult and now a teacher of young people, I really am better understanding some of the issues related to communication and conflict. I mean, a lot of we get, we have conflict in the classroom most most days because you got, you know, kids are upset with each other, so you gotta deal with that. Mm-hmm. Or they're upset with, with you because they don't want to do they want to do their thing, not what you want them to do. So, you know, you got a little bit of conflict. So being able to work on that um, on a regular basis has helped me mm-hmm. as, you know, in my relationships with other folks. Yeah, I I can I, I echo that, and I we had a little bit different upbringing. I I had a little I had more experience with how not to communicate. Okay, does that make sense? I guess there was a, a lack of communication in our household growing up. Okay. Um, what well, like? conflict avoidance or I think there was conflict avoidance um there wasn't a great deal of communication from my parents so that's what's being modeled to us okay and you know when I sit and visit with my my brothers or you know it's it's almost like the same thing those 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 conflict issues because of the communications okay well that's how we were conditioned okay However, I'm not going to use, I'm not going to allow that to, or use that as an excuse just because what my dad did or didn't do, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to operate that way. Okay. Um, marriage one, you know, I, I got beat up over uh, being a terrible communicator. I didn't think I was terrible, but I also knew I wasn't perfect and I still am not perfect and I still want to grow in my communication. Um but I, it's it has become that much more important because I know how much power being effective communicator it you know has, mm-hmm. and so that's why it's really important uh, to me. But it, across the board, the things that we've discussed, being level headed, um, understanding body language, um, exercising my empathy muscle, right, being an effective listener, two things that I have learned over the past uh, I don't know five six years is to be a great apologizer mm-hmm. and be a great forgiver. Yeah. Second one's really hard for a lot of people. I actually both of them are hard for a lot of people. <laughs> I I agree with you. And I, you know the forgiving is is really been a challenge for me. Um the, you know, the, the, the issues, you know, that have come up as an adult, um, you know, when I was going through the divorce and the accusations were flying, mm. uh, you know, false allegations of this, that and the other. It's been hard for me to forgive those who started those rumors, perpetuated those rumors believed them until the very end. Mm-hmm. 
But, you know, I've learned that forgiving is not for them. Forgiving is for me. Yeah. Because when I was able to let go of the anger that was holed up inside of me because of what they had done, Mm -hmm. you know, I felt great, immense relief. And so, you know, I, I agree with you on that. Um, being able to, to let go and to forgive is, is really hard. Yeah. Well, it was very hard for me, but I came to a crossroads of I can either let that hate consume me mm-hmm. or I can let it go and be free of that hate. Exactly. Well, yeah, again, I mean, it's not, and, and I, I applaud you, um, for how far you've come. Oh, thank you. And yeah, cause you met me when I was about as low as I could get I Yeah, on the first rung of climbing back out. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that, uh, I met you there too. Well, divine intervention brought us together. Uh, so I agree, brother. Um, well, but yeah. So yeah, let's um, before we we wrap up, let's let's look at some some tips or provide people with some tips for managing and resolving conflict. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay. What do you got? So let's 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 give our people um, or discuss. Five different tips, if you will, how to manage okay. and resolve conflict. Let's start with the one one. But the first one, rather, is is to make that relationship a priority. I know I talked about this a little bit earlier, yeah. but invest in that relationship. It should be a priority. Make time. Okay. Um, maintaining and strengthening the relationship um, and making it a priority rather than... Um, not necessarily winning the argument, if you will. So giving up your right to be right. Exactly. Um, it should, should always be our first priority. Be respectful of the other person um, and their viewpoint, right? perspective. Okay. So if the relationship is important to you, then make that your priority and go, well, okay, be, me being right should not be primary. The relationship should be primary. And I don't know. Okay, I gotcha. I, I think that's fine. Um, yeah, when at all costs, that um, that uh, total war of fighting that I engaged with in my first marriage, well, it was total war, and it burned to the ground. Yeah. And there were no winners. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the other, you know, as you and I have been talking in preparation for this, was learning to pick your battles. And that one really spoke to me, because that's something that has been preached to me for so long. Mm. Is that a hill to die on? (laughs) And for the longest time, every hill was a hill to die on. You were going to die on, yeah. And... Lately, and, and you know, I don't know if she'll ever listen to this, but one of my coworkers 
kept pushing to me last school year, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. And then there was that uh, commercial about stay in your lane, bro. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't even know what they were selling, but it was, and that was my mantra was stay in my lane, stay in my lane. You know, not my monkey, not my circus. Pick your battles. And when I can do that, I'm a lot better. Um, And that's going to, I'm going to try and continue that this year at school is, look, everybody's got issues, but it's their issues. If it doesn't directly impact me, then it's not my issue. Don't go fighting everybody's battle. And because you're not getting, you're not involved. So you don't know all that's going on. You're hearing maybe one side. And as my granddaddy always said, there's three sides to every story. There's your side. There's my side. And somewhere in the middle is the truth. Right. So picking my battle will be, I, I think, is a really good suggestion that I will be taking on, you know, how to manage and resolve conflict. Don't fight everybody on everything. Yeah, I, I think that's a very important piece of advice. Um, speaking of picking your battles and whatnot, um, I took Briar to daycare a couple weeks ago. No, sorry, I was picking her up, and the the director of the school um, brought Briar out, and she was carrying a toy doll. And I'm like, that's not yours. And she was like, not, she wasn't going to give it up, because it was hers. And I'm like, Briar, you need to give that back. And the director looked at me, she goes, pick your battles. I said, okay, I got you. I got you. So the doll is here with us now, lives with us. Um, you know, I read something a long time ago. Um, it was in a uh, Lincoln, Abraham, President Abraham Lincoln book on leadership. And he specifically talks about this and how he applied, you know, the very thing you were talking about. But he phrases it a little bit differently. Um, you know, here's a tree. Picture an image of a tree. Mm-hmm. And I'm on my tractor. Mm-hmm. Right, the tree is an issue, a conflict, whatever. Uh, fill in the blank. Do I deem it necessary to plow through it, or am I going to plow around it? Okay. And I and I read that. I'm like, so I, that's something that I've tried to apply. Is this issue? Do do I need to take this on? Should I plow through it, or or am I just going to plow around it? Mm-hmm. So. Um, no, that's, that's, and it is valid and it, um, yeah, pick your battles. Yeah. Um, the, the other, one of the other ones is, uh, I think is very important is to focus and be present. And that's, I think that's where we lose a lot of people. They're just not present. Well, and, you know, and. For me, what you did in the past needs to stay there yeah. and to constantly bring it up. I, I mean, I tell my kids all the time when we go over uh, Fifth Amendment um, and the fact that uh, double jeopardy, mm. you know, you can only be punished for a crime once. Well, how many times to, you know, whether in marriage, whether as kids and mom and dad keep bringing up, 
or remember when you were eight years old and you did that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, I don't know if I can trust you. It's kind of like, hello, you know, I'm 20. You know, let it go. Exactly. Uh, stop living in the past. Um, focus. You're right. Focus on what is going on here and now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in college in my uh, marriage and family class I took on sociology or for sociology, they said, you know, you can have an everything but the kitchen sink type of fight mm. where, you know, you bring up everything that happened, you know, forever ago. And you're talking about things that just are not relevant to this. Right. Well, I'm going to bring this up because I believe this is ammo and it's going to, it's better that's negatively impacting the person, the situation, and your relationship. Uh You know, the past, the past is where it belongs. So why is there this constant struggle to leave it there? To quote Pumbaa from Lion King. Put your past behind you. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm with you. And that kind of ties in with knowing when to let it go. Mm-hmm. I will say that I'm sometimes like a dog with a bone. <laughs> and I won't let it go. And it's something that make your point and move on. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, again, the idea is to end the conflict, end the argument. So... Let it go. Yeah. Um, it, it, I guess it's where we can sing Frozen right here. Let, <laughs> let it go. It go. Let it go. <laughs> we, we're on that kick now. <laughs> Briar's older. It's Frozen. She knows Elsa and all that. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, but yeah, we can we can channel Elsa and just just let it go. Right. You you made it point. It kind of again ties right in there with focus on the present. Right. So. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, so just to recap. Um, as, as we close today's episode on tips for managing and resolving the conflict when you are faced with it, yeah. not if, no. uh, so make the relationship a priority, make time, invest in that relationship, focus on, on being present, mm-hmm. focus on the present, um, pick your battles. Okay. We know conflict can be draining. So oh, pick and choose, right? Choose wisely. Yeah. Um, be willing to forgive. And we talked Amen. about that before, that unwillingness, unable to, or unableness to, to forgive. Um, it's, it's just almost like a punishment, it's internal punishment. So be willing to forgive and then know when to let it go. That yeah, was, we're going to let her sing that song. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, that, was, that was a stretch. I right. throw it out there. But I'm willing to take a risk and sing. Oh, well, I'm going to forgive you for that then. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope that I can take – no, I don't hope. I know that I will be better utilizing the information that we have on how to address conflict when it rises – in a positive way that allows for the best resolution and the best outcome. I agree. I will be doing the same. And again, the mission here is to equip you with tools so that you can have a home. Sweet home. Take care. Until next time, have a good one.